Ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you exclusively by the Reality Check Podcast Network. Uncensored, unfiltered, uncut. You are listening to Just Thinking with the one and only Stan Wangland. Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland and welcome to Just Thinking. How the heck are you doing this evening, wherever you are in the world? Checking a lot of uh, comments on uh, today's show. Not the one that I'm doing right now, obviously. It hasn't been released yet. But today's show on uh, summing up life in three words. Uh, I think it was a very interesting show. I did a lot of research on that to come up with something very simplistic for people. Uh, and when I mean simplistic, I don't mean, uh, you know, simple where it was uh, simple-minded or anything else like that. But something we could really grasp onto. And that, that was, a, I, I got several comments on that. I'm so pleased with people. Uh, the three-word thing was life goes on. That was, uh, there's a lot of thought behind that. And if you listen to the show, uh, take a peek at it or look at the original author of that comment. It was the great poet Robert Frost. But all that aside... I was uh, I was uh, looking uh, through the news, uh, actually uh, trends in education, and uh, saw something uh, you know from Yale University where they were talking about 
uh, the this they have a, an introductory art course that's like I guess famous and you know people love it if you're not a an art major because it goes over a great deal to do with uh, Western art. Uh, you know, for people who want to get a smattering of that, all the, the great artists, uh, you know, through the Middle Ages and the Renaissance, modern times, uh, and it's about Western art. And the course is being dropped, uh, evidently, f- f- because of some complaints from uh, a few of the students from Yale saying the course is too white, the course is too male, and the course is too Western. Uh, and uh, I looked at that and I said, uh, and you can hear me stuttering it's about western art it's not about um, uh, you know Colombian art, it's not about Mexican art it's not about uh, you know African art it's about western European art (laughs) and uh, you know from different periods and the artists I don't know of any uh, uh, numbers and numbers of famous, uh, you know, female Western artists during the, you know, the Renaissance or something. I'm sure there might be, and if you're taking an art course, they'd be mentioned. But, uh, you know, what are you supposed to do if Western art is being presented, you know, from the West, uh, and if the artists happen to be uh, white or black or you know, uh, yellow or whatever? Uh, you know, type of person, you know, you represent them as they are. Uh, you know, why would you sit uh, and, uh, you know, just completely rewrite the history of art, you know, uh, with that, you know, to make it more politically correct? Uh, and the point being is, is if there are people that have been overlooked, Let's say there are Western artists who were, you know, black, or there were Western artists who were female, or there were Western artists that gained notoriety in the West, but they were from the East, or something. You would you would use a an adi- you know a process of addition. You would add additional information, saying, "Hey, this has been neglected for years, so on and so forth." You wouldn't subtract the other history of art and uh, exclude it from uh, being taught to be politically correct, and uh, at least in my opinion. Now, that isn't the purpose of the show, but that is a, you know, a, 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 another show we can do. And, you know, with the idea of cultural appropriation, what does that mean? There are pros and cons to these things, as well as the art thing. But some of it gets kind of crazy, in my opinion. Well, one of the things that gets even crazier to me, and people are not aware of it, is the science, and I do mean the science or the art of disinformation. And uh, what we are seeing in social media, what some people refer to as the fake news, and I do not believe that the news is fake. I believe that there is biased news all over the place, and there always has been. But uh, there's lots of, you know, fairly accurate news, in my opinion, because I've seen events that have happened, and I've seen, and I've seen them reported on the news, things that I've actually seen. And they've been reported fairly accurately. But, you know, again, everybody has their own perspective with things. But disinformation has gotten so completely uh, out of hand, uh, I think, in the world and in our country because of the, the social media and communications, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, networks that we have that are so overwhelming and pervasive uh, and are so easy to manipulate that there's a great danger of that. And I guess in American politics, we see that with President Trump, who, you know, 
Another example of, I think, classic disinformation and misinformation is, for example, when his own national security advisor says that, oh, yeah, you were right in on that Ukrainian thing, you know, this coming out, you know, John Bolton I'm talking about, blah, blah, blah. I, I knew what his response was going to be. So the president's disinformation or misinformation uh, is saying, oh, that, that never happened. Uh, he never saw that. You know, it never happened. Uh, I never said that. I never did that. Even though it corresponds, you know, to a transcript that he's uh, written, uh, you know, and other comments that have been made from a bazillion people. Uh, he's writing a book. And he wants the book to get popular. So you hear Trump has put out a classic piece of, you know, misinformation or disinformation. And uh, those people who, uh, you know, are fans of his, you know, and have a bias, they will not become a critical thinker. They won't weigh the information. They'll look for that piece of disinformation and run with it and say, uh, you know, or it can be spread in different ways, too. So what is disinformation and who uses it? Well, you know, politicians have been using that forever. People in business have used that. Um, people in uh, intelligence agencies have used that for, you know, smearing people, putting pressure on people, creating, uh, you know, political and social leverage, uh, you know, creating, um, uh, you know, action in people. Uh, you know, to 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 get all fired up about things, uh, you know, it's propaganda of sorts. Uh, you know, remember the Maine and world, you know, in the Spanish American War, uh, you, you know, things like that. Uh, you know, disinformation and misinformation are, are commonly used practices, and have been forever. Uh, but again, uh, the media, media consultants, uh, behavioral specialists. Uh, intelligence operatives and specialists, uh, you know, politicians, uh, anybody who's looking to manipulate people, their thinking and their behaviors, this is a strong, strong tool. And what is that stuff? Well, disinformation is, uh, you know, you have to look at disinformation in terms of misinformation. Uh, the difference between misinformation and disinformation is one of intent. Uh, misinformation is accidental uh, false information, while disinformation is purposely spread. And I, I can show you how you can to do that, to defame people. For example, here's a case of disinformation. Uh, somebody, uh, you know, you're running for office against me and you're very popular. You have a beautiful family. I'm running five points behind. And I know that I'm in a very right wing religious area. And then I say, hey, I, I just want to come out and say for the record that uh, my opponent, Bill Jones, is not homosexual. And uh, you'd say, what's the point of this disinformation? Well, it's a purposely spread piece of information that really is dishonest or disinformation because there is no report, there is no reality to the fact that Bill Jones is homosexual. Homosexuality has been pulled out on this occasion because the assumption in this scenario is that the, you know, religious right is very anti-gay. Uh, and you come out and you can say, I'm not saying the guy's gay. I'm just saying there have been reports of this and I don't believe it. Uh, and I don't tolerate stuff like that. Now, this is a clever use of disinformation. And uh, this is how you can appear to be innocent. But now you've put 
doubt in other people's minds saying, gee, he, he's gay. I didn't know he's gay. And someone will say, no, he's just saying he's not gay. Well, that's a bunch of baloney. He's, you know, uh, he looks gay to me. And now you've got a sizable number of people, and it could be well above the margin of error, who say, hey, this guy's gay. And it has nothing to, there is no fact, there was no report, there is nothing to do that, you know, you know, you know, that has to do with that. And now that's out there as a piece of information. And uh, you can do that with false reports about leaders of countries, false reports about politicians, false reports about sexual behaviors, rumors, innuendo, all those kinds of things are disinformation. President Trump is a master at that. Listen to his speeches. He'll be up there at a rally and make that big smirking face. I don't know. I don't know. But I I know people, they say, they say, you know, that uh, I'm just saying that this guy, blah, 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 be, you know, I, I, this is what I've heard. He does that all the time. It's an old, old, old trick. And it's false information and it's deliberately spread. You know, if it's done covertly, again, it's done by the planting of rumors. And the goal of it is to influence public opinion. It's there to obscure the truth. And it's also given to people in order to make them believe something or hide the truth from them. Okay? And man, if you don't think that's going on now, and that goes on from both sides, that goes on from both sides many times. I've seen things uh, that, you know, I've used President Trump a number of times. I've seen him get on and just be a, kind of a comical character and make silly statements, you know, with bravado to his, his uh, you know, his fan base. He's political based. I've seen him do that several times. And then, you know, people take that uh, out of context and they use it as disinformation. You know, in some ways, it's even misinformation because it's untrue. He's just fucking around. He's just he's just getting a, a, a laugh with the base. And you can see that's what it is. Anybody with common sense. Now, I feel it's the same thing. And I, I guess I will stick to politics because politics right now is uh, the easiest one to see this. But we get this with uh, with drug companies. You get this with people creating a sense of urgency in you, a sense of um, anxiety in you. Uh, that's a big one for advertising. You know, that's a big one for advertisers. You know, create a sense of urgency in somebody and you'll get them to buy a product. Make them think that everybody's talking about you if you're heavy. Make, you know, make a person think that, um, you, you, you know, the, the little pain that you're feeling in your back is something more than that. Uh, make people think by using disinformation out there that if you get up and you urinate uh, twice a night, if you're a guy over 55, hey, man, you better take, you know, go, go take Flomax, you know, got to go, got to go for this product. And talk to your doctor because that's abnormal. You know, it could also mean that you're drinking a lot of water, coffee, beer, or some kind of shit before you go to bed. You know, your kidney's not going to hold all that in. It's not a, it's not a water sack. 
particularly as you get older. That doesn't mean that you have a particular problem. This isn't like frequency and urgency caused by kidney stones or a, a, you know, a urinary tract infection in a man or woman. But it'll get you taking a trip to a doctor. And many times it'll get the doctor prescribing that drug to you. So you can get this all over, and it happens to us all day long. And again, you look at these impeachment hearings right now. Now, my goodness gracious, whether you feel that that raises to, or rises to the level of impeachment, now that argument I could talk with you about all day long and can appreciate that. It's a very dangerous thing to start impeaching people. You know, is, is, what, he, is what the president did, is that, in, you know, is that a high crime or misdemeanor? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, you know, there's that would be a wonderful discussion. But the questioning now, did this happen? Oh, come on, man. Come on. You got people running around and, and doing all kinds of illegal things. How many more people need to go to jail? How many more people have to have audio files, written memos? I mean, I mean, you just had a thing the other night, did Trump on tape with that left partner saying, get rid of her, get rid of her. I mean, what more do you need? This is beyond the smoking gun. And then people will get up and say some kind of crazy. This is, you know, this could be, you know, this could be blah, blah, blah. That's just disinformation. And if you're not prepared to understand what disinformation is, you and I are the victims of it. You become just like a, 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 a damn idiot, you know, because you'll believe anything. And, and people in positions where they want power, where they want to be able to manipulate you for an outcome, they love it. You know, you even have other things, um, uh, you know, you know other, other things regarding disinformation. Disinformation is ultimately a type of untrue communication that's, you always have to remember, and I have to remember, it's purposely spread and it's represented as the truth that is there to elicit some response that serves my purpose, the perpetrator's purpose. And the perpetrator is the one who makes up that bullshit line. Disinformation. Now, there's another couple of things, and then I'll be done with this show, but I think this is like a public service show here tonight. And this is definitely in the world of psychology, man, and social psychology and, uh, you know, and communications and media and everything else like that. There's another thing that happens and it's called defamiliarization. And this is when you start thinking that white is black and black is white. And that's why I used that example about Yale uh, getting rid of an art course that has to do with Western art. Uh, and it's too white, it's too male, and it's too Western. Well, who the hell else was doing this? The folks were primarily white. They were pr primarily male. They're Europeans, you know, and they, it was in the West, in Western culture, what what the hell do you want to do? Make you want to make white black and black white and and uh, you know day night and you know you, you want to just take the opposite of things. Well, that's what people want to do sometimes. They want to defamiliarize something, and they take an everyday object or an everyday event that we recognize and understand, and then with uh, a wave of their hand or with some kind of authoritarian, um, you, uh, you, you know, sense of legitimacy, like I'm the dean of students or this is, you know, here the college has decided that, you know, uh, you know, th th this is not uh, diverse enough, you know, regardless of the fact that it happens to maybe be true, uh, we wave a wand, teach a new course, come in with a different thing. 
And all the things that were familiar to us become unfamiliar to us. They're not there anymore. They're strange. It's like uh, males were confused. I mean, I have to speak as a male here. Males were confused, you know, about holding a door for somebody or being polite or saying, can I help you with that? Hey, I've done shows on this before. I don't need your help. I think that's patronizing. Really? Well, you know, go do it yourself then. It's a cultural tradition. It's it's meant to be polite. I would say the same thing to a male as, as to a female. However, with the wave of the hand, with a wand or, or whatever, and I'm just using this as a, this isn't to, to take on, uh, you know, women and their feelings of being independent and want to be treated equal. I get all that. But this is how something can be defamiliarized, you know, uh, in my opinion. You know, you have the same thing with anti-administration, uh, where you have, uh, you know, administrative branches of government, you have political policies, you have, um, you know, we have um, parts to our justice system and everything. And then people give dis- you know, disinformation and misinformation about that. And then they say, you know, these are rogue, this is the deep state, this is whatever it is. And you have legitimate governmental or procedural or, uh, or, you know, bureaucratic, uh, you know, policies, procedures, and, um, you know, things in order. And with the, you know, the wave of a hand or a statement or a piece of disinformation, it, it now it's the deep state and people are anti-administration. And, uh, hey man, that becomes very dangerous stuff. And that's when, you and I and lots of other people feel that our society, our culture, what we understand has gone off the guardrails. And this is how it happens. It happens by you not being and I not being critical thinkers and understanding what's being done to us. And it's by very clever people and grifters and carny artists and everything else like that who know how to spread disinformation, uh, who know how to manipulate us and get us to, to think incorrectly. So that's my show today on disinformation, defamiliarization, and uh, anti-administration kind of thing. It's important stuff and it's happening all around us every day. And hey, you know, the wary rabbit is seldom caught, as a friend of mine used to say. And that means if you're aware of these practices that are being done, hey man, you know, then you're 10 steps ahead. You're prepared. You know what people are doing to you. You know, you know what people are doing to you. It's like I tell people all the time, you know, I'm I'm a little bit obsessed, uh, you know, with the medical practices and things. But if you go to a specialist, be prepared to be specialized, man, because they're going to find something somehow, some way. And I'm not saying it's disinformation. It's, it's, you have to know how things operate. If you go to a general practitioner, they're going to say, well, it could be this, it could be this. Let's try this first. Let's keep it at the lowest level. If they don't find an answer, then you go to a specialist. When you go to a specialist, you very seldom walk away with them not finding something. And if they find one thing, they're going to look for a million other things. Because, you know, they, they want everything to be perfect. And they're going to be giving you a lot of... I don't know. Sometimes I think it's almost disinformation on uh, how safe this procedure is or how uh, you must have these things done for yourself or to yourself. You know, they, they must be done. You must check for this. You, you must treat this. And, you know, that's not true. It just isn't. And the best example I can give is a dear friend of mine. Her dad uh, was, I think he was, oh, well, I know he was 89 years old. 
and he had a, um, a basal cell, uh, you know, carcinoma on the top of his head. And uh, of course, he uh, at one point, you know, had, you know, when he was younger, he, he was going to the dermatologist all the time. And now he's almost 90 and he had heart problems. He had, you know, a bypass. He had this and that. And, and here he is almost 90 years old. And the next thing I know, I see this poor guy and he had several of these little things there. It's very slow growing. You know, we're talking years and years out before anything of, of any consequence to him. They were not melanoma or anything else like that. And his whole fucking head, I'm going to actually use that. His whole fucking head is all cut up. And they were actually using a freezing agent as well. Where Jesus Christ, it looked like he was all blustered up and everything. And my point was, what in Christ's name, what crazy bastard is doing this to a 90-year-old guy? Does the, does the benefit outweigh the risk to, to getting an infection and all the other pain and aggravation that this poor guy was going through? And it was for about four or five months. No way in hell. If that was my father, or with me, that's my personal opinion, would I have that particular procedure? Or a whole host of other ones. You know? And, and you, that's a case of what I would call medical disinformation. Do psychologists have the same stuff? Absolutely. You know, can you get that from uh, going to your auto dealer, you know, with preventive maintenance programs? Absolutely. It's all out there, folks. So today's show on disinformation ran a little bit over uh, in terms of time. A lot of great information out there. Okay. Thanks for listening. Hope you like the show. And I'll be catching you on the flip-flop. If you have any comments, send them to me. Stan Wangland, S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. Please feel free to follow and subscribe on whichever podcasting service you use for your podcasting needs and give us a rating and review for Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. And also you can check Stan out on Twitter. It's at S Wanglin. That's at S Wanglin. W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D on Twitter. And you can also follow all the great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network on our Instagram page, Reality Check Podcast Network, or on our Twitter, at our podcast network on Twitter. And if you are interested in advertising or sponsoring your products, your services on this show, all you have to do is hit me up at wwrpodcast.com at gmail.com and find out about the great rates to advertise on shows like Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin and the many, many more great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network. Can I help you, ma'am? Well, it's actually my lawn that needs help. No problem. Try this grass seed. Okay, sounds good. And some fertilizer. Um... And of course, a soil enhancer. Try these to start. To start? Lawn care doesn't have to be complicated. With everything you need for a lush, healthy lawn all in one bag, Pennington Lawn Booster gives you quicker, thicker, greener grass guaranteed. Pick up a bag of Lawn Booster today at the Home Depot. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. 
I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there. 